0: Welcome to Gospel Reframe. This podcast is here to encourage you to spend five more minutes reframing your day with the hope of the Gospel. In each episode, we will consider the Gospel implications of a particular passage from the Bible and savor them together. Here's your host, Jim Weaver.
1: I've entitled this series Beyond Easter The First 50 Days. The first 50 days after Easter would either make or break Christianity as we know it today. In this third episode, I want to consider together the appearance of Jesus to his disciples on the beach of the Sea of Tiberias. Now the story comes to us at the end of John's Gospel, where we learn that Peter and some of the other disciples had gone out fishing. But to understand this event a little better, We need to remember a similar event in the life of Peter and his friends. It happened at the beginning of their relationship with Jesus. Peter was fishing when Jesus first called him and said to him and his brother Andrew, follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. Luke fills in the details that Mark leaves out, telling us that after preaching from Peter's boat, Jesus asked him to put from the shore and let down the nets again. And after explaining that they had fished all night and caught nothing, Peter and the others went back out to fish. And Luke tells us that they caught enough fish to fill two boats to the point of sinking. So at least four of Jesus' disciples were fishermen. And by all counts, they were not just day workers, but entrepreneurs who owned their own boats and made a good living. In all their years as fishermen, they had never seen anything like this. Jesus had performed a miracle that would have had special meaning for Peter and his friends as fishermen. It left such an impression on them that they were ready to lay their nets aside and follow him to catch men. The miracle was not just for their amusement, it was kind of like a parable, teaching them that they would now soon be catching many men with Jesus as their guide. I've never been out fishing with a guide, but I've wanted to because local guides know when and where and how to catch the fish. But Jesus demonstrates here that he's completely sovereign over the fish. He has complete authority over the catch. So for the better part of three and a half years, Peter and the others laid aside their nets to follow Jesus. Now at the end of John's Gospel, with more than a week having passed since Easter, we find them a bit confused and returning to the boats and the nets that they had left behind. They must have thought, what about all this business of catching men? Is it all over? What's next for us? It's at that moment, as the first light breaks over the horizon, that the disciples hear a voice calling out to them from the shore, Children, do you have any fish? They answered, No. And they heard back, Cast the net on the other side of the boat, and you will find some. Now these instructions must have sounded familiar. And again, they pull up a load of fish too great to haul into shore. Peter recognized the Lord and immediately jumps into the water with the other disciples hauling in 153 large fish behind him. It was a miracle that the net did not break. Now what's this all about? Jesus had already appeared alive to the disciples two other times. But he had not shown them how his being alive related to the rest of their lives. So, Jesus performs a repeat miracle, you might say, to jog their memories and remind them not only that they are still fishers of men, but that He still has complete authority over the catch. He wanted them to see their work as fishers of men now through the completed lens of His suffering and His death and His resurrection. The fishing expedition was just beginning. Fishing for men is, in fact, meaningless apart from the good news that Jesus has been crucified and was now alive. When the disciples finally arrived on shore, they found that Jesus had already started a fire and was preparing food for them. How remarkable. He says to them, come and have breakfast. We are told that none of the disciples dared ask Jesus, who are you? Because they knew he was the Lord. Jesus wanted his disciples then and now to know not only that he's alive, but that he is alive to be with us and to serve us. Friends, let this truth reframe your life. The gospel doesn't merely say that our sins are forgiven and one day we'll be with God in heaven. No. The gospel is the good news that as forgiven sinners, we already have a place around the charcoal fire where the risen Lord is pleased to linger with us.
0: Thanks for listening to Gospel Reframe. For more information about this podcast or to listen to other episodes, visit gospelreframe.com.